All right. Hello, and welcome back to the Thought Cloud podcast. Our goal with this conversation is to uncover a hidden gem that can inspire others along their academic journey. Our guest today is Sabrina Sai. Sabrina is a senior at the University of Southern California, where she studies biomedical and medical engineering. We're going to dig into that, see exactly what she's excited about in that field. And she is also the president of the Associated Students of Biomedical Engineering at USC, where students gain clarity of their chosen field of study and the opportunities that being a biomedical engineer major brings. So we're really excited to dig into her story, dig into her path, see what she's up to, and hear all the insights that she has to share with us. So Sabrina, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. 100%. So how did this decision to go to USC happen for you? Did you always know you wanted to go to USC? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I think short answer is no. I did not always know that I wanted to go to USC. Um, I'm actually from the LA area, so I live pretty locally to USC. Um, USC has always been like a campus that I've known about. Like I came to some football games when I was a kid because USC is a very big football school. Um, there's also just like a lot of community events and things that are held on campus. Um, for instance, like the LA County Book Fair that gets held every year by the Los Angeles Times newspaper um, gets held alternated between like UCLA and USC's campus. So, you know, like big community-wide citywide events always happen on this campus. And so it's a campus that I definitely was familiar with, but um, I never really thought about too much. Um, no one in my family had really been to like a private research institution for, for college before. If anyone did go to college, it was primarily through like the Cal State program or maybe like a UC. Um, and so I definitely thought I was headed more towards those more affordable options for school. Um, I luckily was able to be able to receive some scholarship funding through USC, which really helped out my family financially and gave me the opportunity to come to a school like this. Um, I remember when I was touring in my senior year of high school, I really enjoyed like the various parts of campus that allowed me to get involved not just in engineering but in other things that I was excited in outside of engineering um, and I think at the end of the day that's what really convinced me to come here was that you know there's like a whole and complete and holistic life that I feel like a lot of engineering students at USC have that I felt was a little bit lacking maybe at some other campuses that had really engineering heavy curriculum um, so yeah I think that's kind of a couple of reasons why I decided to come here. Yeah, definitely. And all reasons that I kind of hear from USC people, it's, you know, you have a great social life, you have a great academic life. Um, yeah, we're from the LA area. So that made it an easier transition. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And why biomedical and medical and actually explain that to us first. So biomedical and yeah. engineering, what's the story um, of the distinction there? So, so it's primarily at, at USC, it's biomedical engineering. I think it might say medical on like LinkedIn, because that's kind of the only option that, that we're given <laughs> on LinkedIn. Um, but it's biomedical engineering. It's called like BME here at USC. We love acronyms in the engineering school. Um, and it's a very broad field, first and foremost. But I think how to really like to sort of boil it down into one statement. It's anything that involves medical technology and using engineering principles to solve or develop some sort of device or model or prototype to address a particular issue. So it can be as physical as like making like a prosthetic for someone who got an amputation or as computational as like creating a program to analyze um, data that you're getting from recording like 
heart rates from like patients when they're being monitored in the lab. So really anything that has to do with like medicine and health um, and making it easier for technology to get implemented in a clinical setting so that clinicians can have as easy of a job as possible and create the best quality of life as possible for their patients. Yeah. Um, yeah so your question was why, why, why did you get involved why in it? Yeah. Study? Like why, what is, yeah. and at what age was that? Was it early on? Yeah. Um, well, funny story is I didn't know that biomedical engineering was a thing until I actually was applying to college. Awesome. Um, I think for me, Medicine was always really something that was in the back of my mind. Um, I just, when I was a kid, just loved like learning about how the human body worked. Um, when we had like those dissection labs in like seventh grade biology, I was like super stoked to go in. It was like the grossest frog that I'd ever seen, but it was still really cool to be able to like see how, yeah, like each of those parts worked, um, you know, to keep the frog alive when it was alive. Um, but at the same time, I think I always was just really interested in learning about how not just the human body worked, but how other systems and things worked. Um, I had like a PS3 growing up as a kid. And if you know anything about the Playstations, they're very finicky. <laughs> um, and so on multiple occasions, I would like be the person, like take apart my controller, see what was going on, look up YouTube videos to see like specifically awesome. what I could fix. Um, I was a huge Lego kid too. So I just like had lots and lots of Lego sets and thought like doing things with my hands was really cool. Um, so when I found out that there was like, a thing that I could study that combined a lot of things that I was interested in. Um, I think that was sort of just like the next leap for me. Um, I think it definitely was really intimidating because when you tack a word like engineering onto something, people feel that like it's a field that only the most intelligent of people can study. And you have to be like someone who's like coding straight out of the womb in order to like be an engineer or succeed in like a very um, high tech field like this. Um, but it was something that I, I just wanted to try out and see a little bit more about. And I'm really glad that, that I did. Definitely. And do you have family in the medical field or engineering field or were you kind of, um, there? I don't have anyone directly. I think I, I have a cousin who like applied to medical school, but I'm not like super close. So I never really like learned anything about medicine from her. Um, and I think if there were any individuals in my family who were engineers, I think like one of my uncles is like, a civil engineer for like a city so he works primarily on like transportation which is a completely different thing different, um, yeah. so yeah I I really had no background like my dad's an accountant my mom was a preschool teacher um it was just like a completely new thing for me so that's yeah. really cool that is awesome so what do you hope to do with this field like what are your mm -hmm. something you want to build or is there a place you want to work what are your thoughts yeah, um, that's a really great question. Um, I am in my senior year of undergrad, so there's <laughs> that's like always a question that I'm asking <laughs> myself. Um, the current goal actually right now is to apply to medical school within the next couple of years. Um, I didn't come into undergrad thinking I wanted to go to medical school. Um, I definitely came into undergrad thinking I wanted to work as an engineer full time. Um, I had the opportunity to kind of like explore industry um, through an internship this summer. Um, but I think I definitely, over the course of my education, have tr kind of transitioned and, and tried to think a little bit more about why I enjoy a field like this. And while I do enjoy the building aspects, the coming up with new technology and, and putting it out to market and things like that, I think the thing that's most important to me personally is what happens on the user end of it. Who's using it? Who's being benefited? But like, who's benefiting from it? 
um, and, and how is it making their lives easier and, and improving their quality of life and allowing them to do the things they love with the people that they love. Um, and the, the more I realized it over the course of my education, the more I realized that like, I really care about medical technology and, and seeing medical technology in the clinical setting and with patients. And I thought that the, the best way for me to do that was to get a medical degree because as a biomedical engineer, you just, you know, there are some boundaries and barriers of you actually directly working with patients. Mm -hmm. um, granted, there are like engineers actually go out in the field, go to hospitals, work alongside doctors, but it isn't as commonplace as for someone who has like, of course, naturally a medical degree who is a doctor themselves. Right. Um, so that's the current plan. Who knows if that'll happen because as, as we know in this day and age, <laughs> anything, Insane. anything can happen. Yeah. It, um, so yeah, I think that's, that's like the current plan, but I think any, like in any job or, or field or really any role that will allow me to work with people and create cool things that will help people out is, is something that I'm passionate about. So if that's as an engineer working for a company that's, you know, creating like really cool devices one day, I think that would be really cool too. That's awesome. Well, you've got the world in front of you. You've got a lot mm -hmm. of time. Just even though it's senior year, you still have a life ahead of you to figure out what exactly that is. So that's yeah. awesome. 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 So tell us about your involvement now in the Associated Students of Biomedical Engineering. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I actually joined uh, ASB Me. So it's called ASB Me here at USC, uh, but it's a student chapter of the Greater Biomedical Engineering Society, which is uh, abbreviated BMES, which is like a national professional organization um, that involves, it spans like all, like pretty much all biomedical engineering programs across the country. Um, there's like faculty and, and research associates and grad students and things like that who are also involved in BMES as well. Um, so that's uh, the student chapter here at USC is, is what I'm involved in. Um, I joined my freshman year uh, because it's kind of like the main major specific org for biomedical engineering students on campus at USC. Um, and I had just heard from like older students that it was like a great way to learn more about the major, um, to like network with other students in biomedical engineering, but also attend events. Like we have a, a whole host of events that I can go into and delve uh, in, into more depth in a little bit. But, um, you know, it, it's this organization was how a lot of people found like their first research positions on campus. Mm -hmm. It was how a lot of people um, became connected to like industry representatives who eventually were the recruiters that hired them for internships and full-time opportunities. Um, and so freshman year, I was like, I really need to like actually understand what I'm studying because I just applied on a whim. <laughs> um, and so that's when I first got involved. Um, over the course of my time at USC, I took on more roles within the organization, um, more leadership roles as well. And um, in my junior year, I had the, the honor of serving as the vice president and eventually now in my senior year, I'm serving as the president. Um, and so I think I definitely have seen the benefit, not just because a lot of the opportunities that I've had at USC have been directly influenced because of this club, um, but you know, that I've have had a lot of other friends and, and peers who have also told me that a lot of the opportunities that they've been able to secure for themselves has been through ASBME as well. And I think in a major that can be challenging and can be pretty grueling and intimidating for people, it is really important to have a student community that is supportive of your, like all of your goals and your endeavors. And so, um, yeah, that's a little bit more about how I actually got involved. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, you touched on a lot of the questions I was going to ask, <laughs> uh, which is super cool. But another question I have about it is, you know, 
it's easy for somebody to just take a back seat and not want to be a leader in their club. Uh, you've kind of pursued that actively each year you've become taken on a more, you know, bigger leadership role. So what do you think drove you to do that? Something about this club or something about you? What, what made that? Yeah. Um, well, I, I think for me, just naturally, the type of person I am is I like to get involved and I like to do things. Um, and so when I was like a freshman attending all of these events and seeing like um, all the events that we have are 100% student run. We don't, we have faculty advisors and things like that, but we primarily are the ones who put all the programming together. Um, and I remember as a student, as a freshman, I was like attending these events and I was like, wow, these are really helpful. These are really meaningful events. And like, I never would have learned this if I didn't come here. Um, and I just could not like understand like how this was put together by students because it's one thing to be like in a leadership position in your high school, right? In a high school setting where you're like, you know, putting together a fundraiser or something like that. But it's right. another thing um, when, you know, you have the resources of a major research institution and university at your disposal and you're using these resources to put on events for fellow students. And so I thought that was a really meaningful thing um, and something that I eventually wanted to be able to take part in, not only to strengthen, you know, my own event planning and leadership skills, but also to make sure that the next generation of biomedical engineering students had events that were interesting and exciting and, and something that they could be passionate and willing to show up to as well. Um, and so I think it's sort of just, it's really cheesy to say, but, you know, paying it forward, making sure that this cycle continues and, and that, you know, we keep it going and we keep hosting these events so that, you know, the BME students at USC are as successful as they are, so. Definitely. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that idea of paying it forward and no, it's not cheesy because it really does <laughs> come back around at the end of the day. And uh, yeah, you said it's benefited you. So it's, you know, it's, it's admirable that you're doing that. And um, this year, first year president, what mm -hmm. are the big challenges you're excited for? What are the big things that you are looking <sighs> to accomplishing? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it kind of goes without saying that this is actually the first year in a really long time that we've had pretty much a, I want to say primarily in-person semester. Um, you know, with the variants that happened last year, there were some things that we had to move into a hybrid space. And so there were some things that we were still doing virtually. Um, there were some events that, you know, we had to cancel the in-person components of because, you know, certain outbreaks or something happened. So I think in-person engagement is something that's going to be a bit of a challenge for us just because it hasn't been the norm for such a long time. Um, so making sure people are actually excited to come out and be physically present um, and, and still some like managing that balance of also utilizing online resources and virtual meetings when we have to, especially if we want to connect with people who you know are across the country from us. Mm. Um, so sort of maintaining that balance, I think. Um, I think engagement is always just something that's a challenge for student organizations, regardless of what, you know, they are planning or like, or, or what subjects or, or, you know, things that they're trying to, to market out to their audiences. Um, you know, because as college students, everyone has like their own very busy life. And, and as a leader in a student organization, you want to make sure that you can have a little bit, a little piece <laughs> of, of someone else's time. Um, and so I think just like making sure people are excited and actually want to show up to our events and, and that we're planning things that people can find a lot of meaning in. Um, we have like program programming that is traditional that we do every single year. For instance, um, the first event we host every year is, uh, is called our Biomed Research Symposium. And that is like 
many underclassmen like first exposure to research at the university level because we bring out professors and they um, do talks about what's going on in their lab. And it's also a great time for them to network with um, students and, and see if there's anyone interested in working as like a research assistant in their lab, for instance. Um, and so, you know, that's that's an event we've been hosting for, I want to say, like, ever since I've been here at USC, it's been a thing. And I am pretty sure it was before I was here as well. Um, but also like changing it up and, you know, putting in new events that we've never had before and trying out new things and seeing if that's something that's going to stick in future years are going to add on to, to our calendar of programming as well. So, yeah. Totally, totally. Well, that's exciting. You've got a big year ahead of you and I can tell that yeah. you, uh, you're locked in and ready to take it down. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited for the organization. We're going to move now into our rapid fire round and I'm going to just shoot a couple oh. questions your way and whatever comes to mind, feel free to shout. So first question, what is the most stressful part of being a student day in and day out? Oh, um, I think it's just like balance, like balancing and making sure that you you know are succeeding in your academics that you're taking care of yourself mentally and physically that you're carving out time to spend time with your friends and family that you are doing the fun things that you like while not sacrificing other parts you know right. um i think balance that's like like the like going through your day and like going to classes and things is 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 a struggle in and of itself but making sure that you time these things exactly and and right. and, and put in time to actually do the things that you care about is it's stressful, but I think rewarding once totally. it gets figured out. Totally, totally. Yeah. Okay, next question. What is the most meaningful way for students to help each other? Hmm. I think honesty, like just being honest. Like if you've been through something that someone's going through right now and they're struggling with it, be honest with them. Give them your advice be candid about what happened to you and how you went through the process I think a lot of the times um you know people might feel like they shouldn't be oversharing or they can't share information because you know it's something that they went through and they had to struggle to go through it and so why should they be sharing it with other people um and I think that just makes for like a really bad culture um as someone who is interested in medical school pre-med culture is something that everyone hears about and so I think that just creates a lot of like unnecessary competition, you know, like we all succeed when all of us are there together, you know, and like the saying that it's like lonely at the top should not be a thing because I think everyone should be able to have the resources and the chances to succeed. Yeah. Um, and so I think if you know something and you know that it could potentially like create a struggle or challenge for someone, share it with them and, and make sure that they have what they need to succeed as well. 100%. That is such, that's great advice. Such great advice. Um, next question for you here is what is your biggest hope to accomplish during your time on earth? Oh, that's a hefty one. That's a hefty one. <laughs> I'm having like an existential crisis right now. <laughs> um, I want the people who I've come across to feel more comfortable with who they are and feel unafraid to share the things that are happening to them and, and the things that they want their loved ones to know. I know that's a really vague and general sort of thing. Um, but at this point in my life, um, I, I can sort of like explain, I know this is like, no, yeah, but I can I'll sort of explain a little bit more. That's a great answer, um, I'm excited, yeah. Yeah, um, so the current goal for me right now and something that I am 
really passionate about um and the reason why I eventually do want to end up in medical school is um I think something that's not talked about enough and something as a biomedical engineering student I've seen a lot is there's not a whole lot of investment or um, thought or money going into technology that affects uh, reproductive care. And I think a lot of that also has to do with the fact that um, it's just a really big taboo to talk about reproductive and sexual care, especially in this country as well. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that people aren't comfortable with having conversations uh, with physicians, with their families, with their loved ones. And so I think if I can play a really small part in making sure that that conversation is a lot easier for people so that they can live healthier and happier lives, um, however I'm able to accomplish that, I really want to be able to do that someday. I love that. No, I love that. that I mean, I can tell that means a lot to you and to hear you say it. It's, uh, you know, I know you're going to make it happen. So bring <laughs> you on the entire way. Um, next question for you here. What is your top piece of advice for those who are early in their educational journey? Hmm. I would say, like, do the things that you actually care about and not the things that you think will get you to where you want to be. Um, and I think that goes, you know, as far as like when you're a high schooler, you know, doing things that will look good on a college application. There isn't something that looks good. I mean, obviously, there are things that you have to hit, like, you know, having a strong GPA and things like that. But it doesn't matter that you were like top this of something if you didn't actually care about doing it. Right. Um, and so I think, I think we also as humans are just naturally inclined to do really well in the things that we actually care about. And so actually highlighting your strengths and the things that you like to do, it could be as weird as like, Hey, I really like knitting and I knitted over like 200 items and donated them to, um, you know, like, uh, a thrift store because I really liked that like that's amazing I think that's like yeah so so cool um and it, it could be anything that you're interested in but if you really just pursue that to the best of your ability and put all your energy into it I think that speaks volumes over anything that is like a resume or a bullet point or something like that um so I think we need to be doing a lot more of the things that we love and that will speak for itself more than anything I love that. I love that. Well, you're an embodiment of that, especially with all that you've been able to do in these last four years, your leadership positions in your organization and, you know, just the words that you're speaking. So thank you so, so much for coming on today. I'm so glad you shared these insights. Where can people keep up with you and learn more about the work you're doing and follow you throughout the years? Oh, that's a really great question. I wish I had more. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm wishing I was like an influencer at this point. That would be so cool if <laughs> I had a plug. You're on the road. Um, um, but uh, ASBME is um, trying to do some good things here at USC. And so um, our Instagram for ASBME is uh, ASBME USC. Just, just all the characters together, no like hyphens or underscores or anything like that. Um, if you also just Google our organization, it'll probably be the first thing that comes up. Um, and just really anything within the like biomedical engineering department here at USC, we've got some really cool things going on. Professors doing really cool research and, and students getting like super involved and doing really cool things as well. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, a great way to stay connected with us. Definitely. Well, go check those pages out. Go give them a follow. Sabrina, thank you again so much for being on. It was an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.